Hello everyone, I'm Alex, and welcome to episode one of the Internet Sensation podcast, uh, now available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and pretty much anywhere where you can get it. Maybe. It depends on whether I remember to put it up there. No, it will be. Uh, they'll be all linked in the description below, so if you guys do want to go and listen to these on your respective platforms, then you can do so. But welcome, I suppose, to the first episode of this podcast. I haven't done a podcast in a while, and... As we all know, uh, I needed to uh, scratch that itch. Uh, I've got a terrible rash. Um, or maybe it's because I won't stop scratching it. Because we're like 50 podcasts in now. Um, and I've killed all of them. Uh, I destroy all of them. So I thought, how do I get around that? How do I stop myself from killing podcasts? And what I came to in terms of conclusion was, if I do it alone, then the only person I could inflict the pain of talking about YouTube on is myself um, and I love myself enough to do that uh, so we are doing that um, people already thought podcasts were narcissistic um, they're even worse when you get rid of the idea of having any co-hosts but it's mainly just so people can't leave me so moving on uh, to basically what we're going to be doing on here all jokes aside um i really wanted to uh, kickstart something again where i could just kind of talk about youtube in a more relaxed chilled way i love talking about it most people who i know don't like hearing about it you guys uh probably do um i've been working on this for a long time as you guys can see we've moved the sign over here we've got like a like a stand it will probably improve at some point when we get uh, a budget i'm just trying to recover from all the money uh, I've lost. Um, and we've got a pink sheet up. So we put a lot of time in. And uh, the same mic covers, but these cool like, mic stands. And I did buy three new cameras uh, for when there are guests on. Because there will be guests. So if you guys want to see guests, please just put them in the comment section below. The ones that are the most thumbs up. Uh, by the end of the week, we'll get it. This podcast will be out. I I I'm going for every Monday. Um, start the week with it. I suppose, because uh, Mondays, everybody knows it's a terrible day. So I was thinking every single Monday uh, around 7pm, you guys will have a podcast. So there you go. That's the plan for the Internet Sensation podcast, where we bring on other Internet Sensations, really, to talk about the Internet. Uh, and there's been a lot to talk about this week. I really didn't think there was much going on. Uh, but I asked you guys uh, what was happening so I could add to the list of stuff that I already had. And I found a lot of things. There's been a lot. So I suppose we could start off um, with me, <laughs> because I'm the only one on it. We're going to start off narcissistically and just talk about me for a bit. The Challenger Games, I did that. It's really like two weeks old at this point, um, but I haven't really spoken about it anywhere. I was originally going to make a video on it, but I, I'm i lazy. I didn't even train, because um, I don't have to, because I'm athletically brilliant. Did you see the people? Look at Logan Paul. He doesn't even have legs anymore. I'm pretty sure they've been amputated. Um, and that's that's the thing. I went to America uh, again. I've been in America a lot. I went to Los Angeles um, because I, I, I begged Logan Paul um, to uh, help me. Uh, I said, please uh, let me uh, embarrass myself on your live stream. And he went, well, you can come do it, but you don't have to actually be on it. He didn't say that, but that was how it um, basically came out to be. Um, and we got a lot of support. I really appreciate it. The UK went big, and by that, Toby jizzled it. Um, Toby went big. Uh, me and Gib, Gib was belly on the stream as well. Charlie Morley pulled a hamstring. So that was the UK representing. Um, honestly, on par with the Americans, uh, which isn't even a joke. They, everybody pulled hamstrings. Everybody was injured for whatever reason. I don't know why. And I, I turned up thinking, oh, I haven't done a sport in ages, but I haven't pulled a ham hamstring. Like, I've played a bit of football here and there, but I haven't pulled any hamstrings. Um, so I was thinking, all right, this is, this is going to be easy. And then you watch these, like, literal athletes. Like, Charlie Morley plays hashtag Toby Jizzle. I played football against him. He's rapid. And he's on Gib. He's open FIFA pack, so he must be sporty. Like me. This is an internet sensation mug, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, I, I I bought this myself. It's uh, filled with innocent um, smoothies because I'm sporty and athletic. Um, I was going to say not sponsored because uh, I'm not, but they did gift me these. So I appreciate that. Shout out to Innocent Smoothie for that. Uh, technically not an official sponsor of the podcast, but if they want to be, they can be. So there we go. But I want to talk about my experience when I went there. 
Um, first of all, we were the first people there. Uh, I turned up and I I was really ready. It was like 40 degrees, which was a nightmare. Uh, that sucked a lot. That really sucked. Um, like 40 degree weather and I am sat there wearing shin pads these pink salmon trainers that I bought because I mean I wanted to be recognisable and I thought what makes me recognisable make myself look like an idiot and I had a headband on and I had these like weird sweatbands with pockets didn't carry anything in them probably should have put steroids in them Uh, or a protein shake I don't really know anything that would have helped me compete Um, and I turned up and I get in the dressing room, and there's like this bloke called the Boogeyman. That was, that's his nickname, the Boogeyman. Um, and I'm thinking, oh well, what, uh, what are you doing, mate? So I asked him, and he's like, shot put, and I was like, I'm down for shot put. I'm also down for long jump. Um, and I wanted uh to do uh, what else I wanted to do. I wanted to do some form of it was it was one of the running ones. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, but I basically wanted to do everything that I know I wouldn't win at because I wanted to embarrass myself with the string, so I thought it would be funny. Um, he was like, oh, good luck. And I was like, I don't need it. I'm going to win. Uh, and then I met this other bloke. He was also massive. He, he's, everybody seemed to love him. Didn't, I can't remember what his name was. He like a, I think he also had a headband on. He did shot put with me. He, I think he won. Um, he said good luck as well in the shot put. And I was like, I don't need it. Like, look at you compared to me. I'm huge. You are so tiny. Um, it's what's inside that counts. Um, I was battered. I came last. I came last in a shot put. Came last in a shot put. But I was in the dressing room, and Logan Paul walks in. Uh, I mean, it was his event, so Logan walks in, um, and I'm on his vlog. I think because he cut the first time we ever meet, caught on camera. <laughs> it's a live moment. Um, great thumbnail uh, for me of me um, basically standing up to this man who is so much bigger than me in every way, shape, or form. And I was thinking, I've done a lot of videos on Logan. He's either going to kill me uh, or he's going to just be a normal person about it. Most people are the latter. They're very ordinary. Um, and he's like, oh, it was great to meet you. I'm so glad you came. And I was like, oh, thank you, mate. Um, I'm, I'm glad. Um, and then we end up meeting up later um and and this is this is the thing he he i he gave me some advice he gave me some advice which is very weird like i i, I was just talking to him about the event and he, he was just like i want to give you some advice you know he, he was like start a podcast if, if everything's going terribly start a podcast you'll be fine he's like i did that save my career and that's why we've got another one uh in fact i'm gonna do that every time i get in trouble now start a new podcast so i'll have like 17 running at the exact same time that's the plan anyway uh just to stack them up so i have just loads um i i would say i'd run out of names but i probably wouldn't i'm, I'm pretty pretty good at i just sit at home right that's what i do my spare time i just write down potential podcast names um he didn't say that uh but he, he was nice he, he did he did give me some uh, youtube advice uh and 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 just spoke to me a bit which was really cool of him uh i generally really appreciated it uh, and I wasn't expecting it from him, because why should he? Why should he? Why should he even have let me do long jump? I was quite clearly taking a piss when I said long jump and shot put, please, Logan. And he went, "Sure, you probably because he wanted to make me look like a loser." He's like, "Embarrass yourself." At the end of the day, it's only you who suffers. So go on for it. But no, he was nice. Everybody there was nice. Um, I didn't really run into anybody. Uh, I necessarily had a. Any form of uh, problem with there, which was cool, um, because I made videos on everybody. I don't think there was a person at the Challenger Games who I hadn't made a video on, generally, because I, I sat in the in the room and counted. Um, a few people stared at me. Uh, Fushi Chu kind of looked at me as if like he he knew that he didn't like me, but he wasn't too sure why. Um, but most of the other people were genuinely training. For this YouTube sports event, genuinely training. Um, I met loads of people there. It was it was a crammed stadium, to say the least. Not many people turned up. 
uh, which a lot of people complained about. But it was 40, 50 degrees. I can't blame anyone for not turning up. I mean, I was just standing around myself. And by the end of it, I was sunburnt um, and just distraught over the fact that I'd lost. Um, the only person that actually seemed to understand that I came there to joke, because everybody was taking me seriously. It was the weirdest thing. I'd be like, oh, I'm doing shop and people would be like, oh, well, you must be good. And I was like, no, no, of course not. Look at me. I'm not good. Why would you even... Oh, no, these people are going to think I'm taking... They're going to think I'm taking it seriously. And that's pretty much what most people did. They thought I was genuinely competing in the shot put. As if I was like, yeah, it's all technique. <laughs> it's nothing to do with physicality. I'm technically able to pull this off. Uh, yeah, Jeff Wick was the only one. Jeff came up to me. With his, he was with his dog. Um... I said later was I spent most of the time with the dog, to be fair. And Jeff was like, Yeah, us comedians gotta to stick together. And I was like, You're funny. I'm not. Um But yeah. Cause he saw me in a headband with a receding hairline in shin pads on. Because everybody else was going, What are the shin pads for? Thinking that I was gonna fight somebody. As if I'd I'd turn up to be involved in a battle. Although we were we were meant to do tug of war, but we just sacked that off at the end. I don't even know what was happening. I was very confused. Tug of War just got sacked off. Nobody explained why. Just no Tug of War in the end. Um, I really was looking forward to doing that. I really wanted a picture of me uh, on flat on my face uh, during Tug of War. I think it's because everybody basically died. Like There were so many injuries, so that's why Tug of War, I think, got sacked off. Um, but Jeff Wick was the only person who understood that I came there to take the piss, basically. And he thought it was funny, so that was cool. Cut my hair, Jeff. That's what you should do. Uh, I'm, I need a haircut. I'm G1. Um, but yeah, it, that, it, it was good. It was, it was nice to be out there. It's always nice to uh, see loads of people. Um, it's a lot of fun for me. Uh, and it was a fun event. It was a cool thing to be a part of, even if it was a complete failure. Because um, I'm not doing the boxing, so I'll take that. Uh, and more things like that. But I do want to involve myself in more events like that because it's a lot of fun. And and, and I, the weirdest thing is that people take them seriously, though. I just wanted to kind of take the mick. So that's what I ended up doing. Um, but that is... That really would have challenged games. That, that was what it was for me. Uh, I liked it. And then I watched Netflix for four days. And I didn't even really do any work. Uh, but apart from that, other stuff has been going on, not regarding me. Uh, Ninja and Twitch, which is an interesting one. I, I people asked me about this uh, when I um, threw it out on Twitter, um, and you can follow the official Twitter for the podcast, by the way, which we tweet out when episodes are. It is linked in the description below. Uh, give it a go. Um, yeah, so basically, Ninja recently made a huge move for millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Um, to Mixer away from Twitch. Now, obviously, nobody knows what the contract is, really, apart from him. I don't know if he's discussed it anywhere. I haven't seen it. But he got paid a lot to basically move platforms. And Twitch has been under so much, I suppose, controversy recently uh, in terms of the way that they don't ban people properly and they quite clearly play favourites. And that's always been a thing on Twitch. You know, I used to be a regular Twitch streamer, so I'm not just a YouTuber coming on and just chatting shit. Uh, I was originally a part-time FIFA Twitch streamer. That's what I did before the iMalix channel took off. The iMalix brand started on Twitch. That was where it began. And the YouTube channel was created after I did well on Twitch. Um, I had loads of fun on there uh, until I got locked out on my account and Twitch never helped me get back into it. So that says a lot about them. I personally... I'm glad to be partnered, but I only got partnered because my YouTube channel was doing well. They never partnered me when my Twitch channel was doing well. It's an odd website. But it seems like they're giving out partnerships really easily now, uh, which I've noticed, because of the fact that everybody's leaving. So they're like, stay on a contract that's probably terrible. And I signed that, so um, God knows what's happening, whether I'm allowed to stream at other places or whatever. But yeah, I'm a partnered Twitch streamer. And I understand why why Ninja would leave, because although his entire audience is on there and everything that he's built is on there, you'd like to believe, and, and this is something that maybe, you know, 
I'm being a bit stupid here, but he'd like to believe that the creator is the one that's important and not the platform. So I really hope it does go well for him. You know, it give me a lot of confidence to be able to potentially do more things. And uh, I love YouTube, but at the same time, I think if there's a better place to put your stuff, you should put your stuff in the better place. But for Penn, you earn just millions of dollars. Who gives a fuck? Am I right? Um, no, I do. I've been offered uh, stuff like Ninja has before. I was offered some contracts to stream on certain live streaming websites exclusively, and I turned them down. I actually got one this week. Um. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. Because for me, it's about where the people are. I want to just be in front of the biggest crowd. That's the aim. Um, and that's where I want to put my content. I want to put my content where people can see it. Uh, I don't really care too much about the money, as long as I'm still making money on the platform that it's on, you know. But the pay rise would have to be so substantial, like Ninja's had, to be able to switch. Um... It would have to be something where I could retire me and my family. Like, that's that's the money that you'd be talking about at that point. Um, but I like putting my stuff where people are going to see it. Obviously, Ninja fed up with that. And I looked at his stats. Like, his channel was dropping off. Still incredible views, but dropping off compared to what it was. So to be able to pay the contract based on what it was basically like at his peak, insane. Um, but it's, it's not really the mix of deal that's the, the big part here. And the fact that he moved. Uh, it's the fact that Twitch, basically out of spite, just started promoting other people's channels on his. Because he wasn't streaming anymore on there. Um, which I don't think they do across all the, all the streams. I mean, I, I haven't been on Twitch in a while, so forgive me if I'm a bit rusty. But I don't think they do that. I don't think it's something that Twitch do where they suddenly just turn uh, a, a platform, somebody's channel into an advertising agency for other channels. Now, I know they probably run ads on it still, because money. Um, but in terms of running other people's channels on that, that I didn't like that. You know, I, I haven't really been uploading for a while, and I'll get on to that later in the, in the podcast. Um, but imagine just you go on my channel, just other people's videos applying, uh, because YouTube's gone, he's gone away for a week. So we could use this space. And they probably might do it at some point, or if there's not enough backlash. But number one, Twitch did that, and there was um, porn playing <laughs> um, on Ninja on on Ninja Stream, where Ninja Stream would be. That was just porn. Was the number one most viewed thing. Um, you know, there's nothing hotter than a victory royale. <laughs> it wasn't Fortnite. It it was a literal porn. God knows. God knows how they let that get through the cracks. But then to be promoted on somebody's channel because you've done that whole funny, oh, this stream is in another castle thing, which is so dickish to put that on somebody's platform. Being like, oh, well, they've gone somewhere else, loser. This is where you're meant to be. Oh, just, you know, power to the creators. They don't want to keep your platform alive, mate. So don't piss them off. Because I saw that, and I wanted to quick uh, kickstart my Twitch channel again, if I got it back. Um, and I saw that, and I was like, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Because I don't want to be... I'm not Ninja, so how are they going to treat me? Um, if they're going to treat your biggest creator out of spite like that, then, you know, it just rubbed me the wrong way, the whole thing. Um, uh, to turn somebody's channel into advertising out of spite, that's a new level for a company, honestly. One that's Amazon-owned as well. You know, they were meant to be the YouTube competitor. Um, but, yeah, I, I just thought the whole thing was a bit rough. And um, I hope Ninja uh, is successful on Mixer um, for many reasons. I just think it, it would be it'd be a win for content creators in general, um, especially after Twitch's response to him Basically, finding a better place to live. Uh, and Microsoft um, own Mixer, and they own Halo, and he originally started through Halo, so I reckon it's probably something to do with that. Um, that's why he's moved over there. It's like, you know, he gets to work under Microsoft, which is a big deal. Uh, I don't know, if you're a gaming streamer, if you stream, if you play video games, would you rather work for Microsoft, or would you rather work for Amazon? It depends who delivers your games quicker, really. 
It's weird drinking a smoothie out of a mug. I don't like it. I don't know why I did it. I don't know why I did it at all. Um, Talk about other things that are really odd. I don't know what is wrong with YouTubers. <laughs> Podcast ends. It's done. I, I don't know what's wrong with YouTubers. Really, I don't. And I hang around with loads of them. And they f- confuse me. They confuse me and I make videos on them. And I'm still confused by many of them. Um, especially this whole Olivia Jade thing. I, I didn't make a video on this, but my friend Atozi did, if you guys do want to go and check it out. Olivia Jade, um, I'm pretty sure that's her name. Uh, she is such an odd story. Her parents paid for her to basically go to college, like to... They faked it and everything. Like, they faked her being, like, in a certain sports team. Yeah, it was big. Like, her mum was on TV, lost her job. I think they got sued for millions of dollars, respectively. And they deserve it. Because you're cheating somebody out of... Well, you're cheating somebody out of a, a educational place that they've earned when you just pay for your already influencer-famous vlogging daughter who already has a mum with millions of dollars, for a good education. Who cares if your daughter's got a good education? You are a millionaire. Because it costs a lot of money to cheat somebody into college. Um, you know, if she's not good, then just give her some money or put her on TV or something. Do something else. You know, you are in a position where you can create jobs for people when you have that amount of money. Don't take from others. And there's multiple reasons why you shouldn't do it, but... The fact that you have the opportunity to not do it as well. It's not like you were, oh, shit, we've got money and we desperately need our daughter to go to college. No, you don't. No, you don't. Whole thing was a huge national scandal. She came back um, to gloat, really. And it's not really her fault, I suppose. She's the kid. I mean, she openly bragged about skiving um, from the college that she was going to in her vlogs, which makes her a prat. Um, but at the same time, you know, she's a child, kind of blameless, blame the parents, they are pricks. Then she posts on Instagram a, uh, picture of her with her middle fingers up at the camera, um, and she's just added all of the media outlets in that covered her controversy. I mean... Your parents have that much money and they can't afford your publicist. Or any form of attention, apparently. It's probably why they sent her off to college. Wanted to get rid of her. The fact that she did that, for one, is astounding. To receive backlash like that so heavily and then just respond in a way where you're basically going, fuck you is insane. You know, just accept it. Whether you feel like it's justified or not, accept it. You might as well. You know, uh, like, going on and posting a stupid picture that doesn't achieve anything, just, I don't really get it, honestly. I don't really get what, what she thought she was going to gain from that. Really? Um, to tag all the media outlets in it as well, who were just reporting on your story... I mean, what is wrong with you? I, I, I just don't really understand why somebody would openly gloat about being caught for skiving off a college they shouldn't be in. It just seems very odd. You know, especially when your parents lose their TV spots and all that. But a bunch of influencers just commented on, on the thing with, like, loads of love arts. And you go, girls, and fist emojis. And that says it all, really, doesn't it? <laughs> about about YouTube. Um, the people would just applaud somebody coming back from a national news scandal. Um... 
And she, and I mean, I suppose technically it's not her fault. And I get it if people are like, ah, oh, it's not your fault. Uh, I, I hope you can move on from this. Because I understand that. But it's like, well done on getting away, getting away with it. Well done. Well done on basically... <laughs> basically going, yeah, well, my parents are saying stupid, but fuck the news. <laughs> That's... I mean, a bunch of YouTubers going, Slay Queen. I mean, these YouTubers, Tana Mojo. I, I don't need to really say much more on that one. But, you know, I'm sure... But, I mean, for me, that just shows that she was completely aware of what was going on for the whole thing. Um, I just don't get it. I, I, just, I really don't understand it. There's some things that people do, you know... Just don't understand why. Just don't, don't bother. Um, talk about that. Talk about not understanding why. Alfie Days uh, is the next thing I got down here. Uh, you guys were really interested in hearing my opinion on Alfie Days um, because Alfie Days a couple of weeks ago was on an interview with uh, Susan Wojcikowski. Susan Wojcikowski. I don't know how to say her last name. I think that's right. It's like a, it's like DJ Dex. Wizicky. It's not how DJ Dex sound. I don't DJ. If you could tell, not my forte. But Alfie Days went on and did an interview uh, with her where he was talking about YouTube and the state of YouTube and how he wants to kill all commentary channels. Classic Alfie. Um, last time I invited my uh, invited him into my kitchen. Pretty much the same thing, really. Um, and I I didn't do very well on that. Um, so, thank God I wasn't sat at the table with him. I would have gone way worse. I would He would have gone kill commentary channels. I would have gone, yeah. Because I practically did last time. And I, I can understand why I don't like him. But saying demonetize them. They already get demonetized, Alfie. If you've not been paying attention, you don't have to demonetize people who are already demonetized. That was one of the things I was confused about. He was like, oh, you should demonetize them. And it was like, well, they are already. So, any other ideas? I'm not going to leave. They're not going to go away. Um, they're really funny. A lot of them are. I mean, I, when I spoke Alfie Davis, was talking about a really small minority of people I didn't really like at the time. I don't really care anymore. I've stopped caring. I think I think caring that much about YouTube is um, a mistake because you end up saying things like that to the YouTube CEO on video. That's why I don't get it. I don't get the fact that you said it on video. But I suppose everybody said stuff on video that they probably shouldn't have done. You know, I'm probably going to edit this and regret it. So YouTube works, isn't it? You say stuff on video, and then two years later, you go, oh, shouldn't have said that. For Alfie, it's more like two days, though. Because um, he was talking about the fact that he was going to meet her uh, when I saw her in Scotland, when I was in Resonate. He's like, yeah, I'm having an interview with her. And he didn't seem to be saying it like it was going to be a positive thing. But I didn't really catch on at the time. I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, well, I hope she says some cool things. I hope she fixed the website. I hope the website gets better. Didn't realise you could have gone there and be like, yeah, I was with a commentary channel for breakfast. Um, Will, I went to see Will. Just throw that out there. Just wanted to eat breakfast with Will. And Alfie was there eating breakfast as well. We had bacon. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I suppose Alfie just went on next week to be like, I don't fucking like him. Must have been a terrible breakfast. Sorry. I let down the commentary community again. Uh, because I, well, I probably took more bacon than I was meant to. My bad. He was complaining about the lack of these potato things. I wasn't sure if I ate them. Might have pissed him off a bit. I ate his potato snacks. Um, but yeah, I, I think the thing is, asking people to be demonetized is just a terrible way to go about anything. Uh, I, I don't think that helps anyone. If you don't like them, fair enough. Do you know what commentary channels do? They make videos on people they don't like. What Alfie ended up doing was commentary on commentary channels, i.e. a response video. They've all made commentary videos on him, and he's gone back by going, fuck them. 
I kill their livelihoods off. Uh, and, and I just, I just don't understand how that helps anybody. You know, if you don't like them, then unlucky, really. Talk about it. That's what I do. It's literally my job description. You're totally fine in doing that. But not, I'll ban them. I'll remove them. Like, they're not abusing dogs. You know, can we have more of that energy towards dog abusers, please? Because they seem to be running absolute riot on the channel. Um, on YouTube at the moment. But no, no, no commentary channels. People talk about other things people are doing. They suck. So... Get rid of them via killing their money stream. Um, YouTube already do stuff like that enough to the point where, you know, it's unnecessary and unneeded. Um, but to call upon basically what is a, a form of censorship is ridiculous, really. And, you know, and I understand why commentary videos get demonetized. I understand why... Some of them cross the line to harass them. You know, I've seen my fair share. I've made my fair share. And that's why I have... I have a very mixed opinion based on the, on the genre, um, really. Um, for many reasons. But the idea of intentionally trying to demonetize any form of creator, for whatever reason, is just insane. Because there are so many people who come under commentary... You know, PewDiePie, in my opinion, in, in many ways, and he's recently doing the Minecraft stuff, but he comes on to commentary for the majority of his videos, and it's just to ask for a whole genre to be basically just axed through the website is not cool. Anyway, moving on from Alfie Days um, and what he's been up to uh, <laughs> in terms of just trying to remove um, uh, scum, um, I suppose, uh, from from YouTube. Uh, let's talk about some actual real scumbags. Uh, and this whole th this thing is gonna it upsets me. I'm not gonna lie. I, I was gonna do a video on this. Um, I, I might have by the time you see this. I'm not too sure. I I've got a lot of stuff written on it, and I did a write a lot down. There was a lot going on. Um, a lot of research I put into it on this Brooke House character who recently just appeared. She uploaded a video where she was doing a dog prank. Um, don't really know what that entails. Is it like switching out the ball? I mean, that would have been pretty cute, to be fair. Just going, oh, we're going to throw you the ball. No, I'm not. Psych. You know. Um, now, what she did was uh, she uploaded a video, which was relatively edited. Uh, so I'm not too sure how she fucked this. Um, she had this edited video um, where she <laughs> hit her dog, pretty much. That's what she did. I mean, she spat on it as well. Which is grim. Um, you know, to number one, film it. Number two, drag that into the project file. Number three, edit what seems like the majority of it. And then number four, upload it. And then number five, accidentally make it public. There's a lot of layers of, oh, this shouldn't have happened, you know. Um, and I've accidentally uploaded stuff in videos before. Like, I uploaded a podcast once with my address in it. A long time ago. Um, because I was drunk when I edited it. But it wasn't like I didn't upload a video of me like committing a crime. Abusing a dog. That's like a new level of what are you doing? Apparently not much. Apparently you're not doing anything at all. Not really thinking. Um, to then go on Twitter and defend yourself as well is just an absolutely insane thing because that's what she did so she got caught out on twitter because she accidentally uploaded this video of her like beating up her dog and then she goes on twitter and goes oh sorry thanks to people for understanding gains followers and subscribers for beating her dog up because apparently there's like a bunch of people who believe that you should beat your dog up i wish this was a joke <laughs> there's a bunch of people believe that beating up dogs is a good idea so they go we're going to subscribe to her and because nobody really cared about it in the first place luckily for her i suppose she didn't lose many subscribers, so she just ended up gaining. So, basically, if you get cancelled, punch your dog. <laughs> that's, that's what I learned from this. Hit dogs on YouTube, that's what you should do. Because apparently, people love that. Uh, no, obviously they don't. They try, People try to get a dog taken away from her, uh, even though she gained subscribers and followers for, for some odd reason. Um, but it doesn't get 
it doesn't really end there. You know, as much as it's so confusing that this got up in the first place, what gets even more confusing is the fact that her boyfriend then comes out and says she doesn't shower, as if that is relevant in any way, shape, or form, and somehow is given the time of day to be able to fucking spout that bullshit. It's like, I don't care about her boyfriend. She's not important enough anyway where her boyfriend coming and going, she doesn't shower, is interesting. I'm more worried about the fact she hit her dog. So then you've got like this whole side narrative going on about how she doesn't shower. I'm just sat here thinking, what is YouTube? Why? Why is why is it still a thing? Why why are we allowed to have a platform? <laughs> People go, yeah, well you think eating dogs are bad. Wait till you figure out it's in a shower. Most YouTubers don't shower. Look at them. It's not a it's not a surprise. I think she ended up keeping her dog in the end, but like the LAPD and that lot got involved, and she got away with it, pretty much. Um, she got away with hitting her dog and uploading it to the internet. And you got to think, if she does that on camera, well, there must be some form of restraint. What should you do off camera? You know, because people are different on camera. I mean, YouTubers are different in general. Um... I, I just don't really also like the fact that you see her go from like this, she's trying really hard to be like this happy-go-lucky figure on camera, and then she instantly cuts to, I'm going to beat up my fucking dog. So, hey guys, welcome back to the vlog. I'm going to fucking kick the shit out of my dog. That And it's like, it's like Two-Face flips a coin. <laughs> do you get fed today? Or do I kick you? There's like no in-between. Yeah, just in general, vile. Uh, a vile character, a vile story. Um, I just looked at that and I was like, how did she get to 400k subs in the first place? Like, 400,000 subscribers by pranking your dog. I need a dog. Actually, I want a dog. I do want a dog. I'm desperate for one. Um, But the issue is, is that people just buy animals for YouTube now. Like, I mean, obviously I met Logan Paul. I liked him when I met him. Got more of him. I thought it was kind of weird how quickly he replaced his old dog. It was a bit odd. Um, I mean, maybe he just really wanted another one. I suppose. There's lots of people living in his house. But, you know, like animals on YouTube, it's weird. It's a weird thing because, like, there are people who get, like, weird exotic animals and they can't look after them. Um, purely for the camera, not because they actually want them. Uh, and then they give them Instagram accounts and then they do brand deals with them. And it's like, did you get this dog because you wanted it, or did you get this dog because you want to make money from it? And I don't know. It's one of the, it's one of the reasons why I don't necessarily like watching vlogs most of the time because I feel like you know she was a prime example of somebody who was putting it on. And all part about YouTube and vlogging is it's meant to be real. You know, you want to you want to see a side of somebody that you don't normally get to see. You know, it's going to be like unfiltered, like, hey, this is me, this is how I'm feeling, like ups and downs. Not, well, I suppose she did show the ups and downs. She showed her beating up her dog. <laughs> that's, as, that's, as, that's as real as YouTube vlogging gets nowadays. Insane. Insane, to say the least. Anyway, I want to move on to something more positive. Um, I started a TikTok because everybody does that now. Everybody started it. He's a Ryan Trahan. Um, lovely guy. Brilliant athlete. Um, Ryan uh, was telling me when we were at the uh, Challenger Games, he was like, you should um, you should start it. Why not? Because he's been doing it. He's like on a half a million followers. It's like ridiculous. Um, but yeah, he started TikTok and now everybody else has pretty much followed suit. Um so I was like, oh, I'll get on it. Because I missed Vine. I missed Vine. I don't want to miss the next one. I don't want to miss the next Vine. So if you want to follow me, it's I'm underscore Alex, from what I remember. And I'm going to start uploading TikToks on there. Of me. I'm just going to fuck around. So I expect it to be good. It's like Vine. It will be dead in two years. Um, but yeah, I thought, why not? I'll hop on that. Up on TikTok, start making some funnies. I might just genuinely lip sync. Oh, that's the thing. Everybody's going on there to be funny, but I might just go on there to lip sync all of the tree songs. Because that's what I would prefer to do. Why be funny Why I could just lip sync my Spotify playlist? I pretty much do that on Instagram. 
genuinely, it's literally what I do on Instagram most of the time. Like, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I just post uh, singing things. Um, that's, like, what I do. Uh, I post fucking singing. Singing Instagram. I'll just check my Instagram then. So apologies for that. And chuck in my phone on the table. Because I went to VidCon and there was just a bunch of people doing TikToks getting millions of views. And I was like, oh, I can lip sync. I've made my own music. So I'm one, I'm one ahead. I've already, like, it'd be a great way to pave my music career. You know, people did Musical.ly and then went on and then you do TikTok and go on. So I was like, maybe that's my next step. I, I do some incredibly well-performed, not even covers, just lip-syncing music career. So, if there's anybody out there from any uh, record labels, keep an eye out. I'm on Skrillex, TikTok, follow me. We're going to be really funny and get to 10 million followers. Uh, that's the plan. Um, I suppose the last thing I want to talk about um, was... Because I, I I haven't really spoke about this, and people probably don't really know um, what's going on with me in general because I haven't really been around. Was what I've been doing for the last few weeks. So I haven't uploaded much. I haven't really uploaded any videos. Um, and YouTube's been broken for one, so demotivated anyway. Um, but in general, I've been off the website because I just I needed time off to assess everything um, that's been going on in, in my life over the last six months to two years, really, uh, and just try and figure out what I want to do, where I want to go, how I'm going to do it, um, what really is my is my plan, what do I enjoy doing, when am I, what makes me happy, what doesn't make me happy, um, just a general period of a break because I haven't really done that. I've, I've been uploading videos like every three, four days, maybe five when it gets rough. Um, but I've been uploading something every like three days to YouTube or Instagram or Twitter or Twitch for the last five years consistently, I'd, I'd say. It's 2019. Yeah, 2013, 2014. I've been uploading videos consistently. Um or working consistently on, on in social media. And I felt like I had got myself sucked in to something so deep, you know, where it became my, my everything. Uh, YouTube was not just like my hobby, not just my job, but also my life source. Without it, I am nothing. And that's the best point I got to. And I realised that's really not good. Um, at all. Not something that that should happen. You need to have a life, really. You need to be a, a person outside of it. And I, and, I, and I had that for a while, like six months ago. Eight months ago, really. You know, I feel like I had the perfect balance, you know. Channel, I was sky high on YouTube. I had everything planned. I knew exactly everything I was going to do. And everything failed. And I got sucked out of that. And it was like, all right, now go back and do your, your actual life. And it's like, I don't have anything there. I don't have anything there. Um, well, I put too much into it. Uh, and lost uh, a huge part of myself. Uh, I lost that. I lost my entire entirety of myself to YouTube, really. Um, so I need I needed a break, um, and I always stop myself because so I'm currently having this problem now, which is I I so knew I needed the break, but I also so knew that the moment I take a break, I would realise I needed one so badly. But it would be really hard to come back. Um, I almost was like, if I don't know what it's like to not be on YouTube, if I don't know that there is other things I could be doing, if I don't give myself that leeway, then I I, I won't 
disappear really it was kind of like um i i kept myself away from that because i wanted to just be able to keep myself in this bubble uh where i was like i'll just carry on creating and push for it that way and it worked for a while it'd be like if i, if I was having a, if i was having a bad day i'd have a terrible day on youtube that is so if i had a bad day on youtube ruin my mood if i had a good day on youtube i was flying high so it was basically just waiting for the next video to bang um but that is so unhealthy especially in a day and age where youtube is as unpredictable as it's ever been is as broken as it's ever been is as negative as it is you know like you look at all the stuff that's happening this week animal abuse animal abuse animal abuse all i see on my timeline and you know that's gonna affect somebody negatively especially after five years and i feel like what ended up happening is i lost a lot of what made me me and made me a person made me a, a, a human being like an active person who i suppose was a guy i just became a youtube personality um so if i wasn't on youtube or talking about youtube or doing something youtube related i just didn't, didn't really feel like i i had anything um, you know, I stopped playing football, stopped doing all the stuff that I liked, stopped playing games, because I didn't like, I didn't play games, so I, I just wanted to kind of force myself to work. Um, I kind of sucked all the fun out of stuff, because I, I didn't really want the option for there to be anything else in work, you know. Um, and, and that's why I took the time off, because I just realised that I really needed uh, a reality check, I suppose. Um uh, and I ended up going back and watching this video from years ago, which I think summed up exactly how I'm feeling more than I could, which was uh, a video by a YouTuber called Crabsticks. If you don't know who he is, binge his catalogue. He is brilliant, and I think you'll see a lot of inspiration in what I do from him. Um, I really like his stuff. He's one of my, if not my favourite uh, YouTuber. Um, he doesn't upload anymore, unfortunately. He made a video called Quitting YouTube where he basically was talking about the fact that he kind of fell out of love with YouTube, taken like a break, and then realised that he, he he kind of just had put himself in this position where he didn't, I suppose, like the way it was affecting him and how he was thinking all the time. You know, he was constantly thinking about views, subs, like where the rent's going to come from. Um, he can't make videos like this, and he can't make videos like that, and he can't do this, and he can't do that, and, and tweeting this and tweeting that, and Instagramming this and Instagramming that. Because it takes over your life. Like, it really dictates everything. Every moment is a is an opportunity to grow. And that is soul-crushing, uh, I think, to to most people when you're not enjoying it anymore because um, then you're not enjoying it and you're being forced still to play by these rules that you don't like anymore and it's like you've got to do it like it's like you've got to do this certain thing this way and you got to do this certain thing that way and it doesn't matter whether you like it or not and youtube has that grip on you like don't disappear for 20 days because we're gonna kill your channel um don't come back and upload a video that's not 10 minutes long. Don't come back and upload a video that isn't what you did when you left. Uh, and it, it would just kind of suck the soul out of you. You know, because I, I like being creative. Um, and, I, and, I, and I like making videos. But then at a certain point you burn out. And when you burn out on YouTube, you burn out hard. Uh, and it was coming. You know, I, I, it happened to me about a year and a half ago, um, and it was terrible, and I came back from it. Um, but I didn't take a break that time, I just went straight back into it. Whereas this time I was like, no, you've really got to assess this properly and figure out who you are, what you want to do, and what your plan is. I had a bit of a crisis, basically. Uh, because I made a lot of decisions that got me in a lot of positions that I didn't want to fucking be in and shouldn't have been in 
but because of the fact that I just got carried away and carried away and carried away and carried away with with a bunch of stuff and and YouTube and uh, I felt so involved and I felt like I so needed to do certain things. I was and it was you know it's terrifying. Really, really, really messes with you. Um, and and I ended up accidentally trending across the entirety of the UK, which I appreciate. It was nice. Thank you. I didn't mean to. Because I was talking I was talking about the fact that I was like, I'm fucking don't know what to do. And I was gonna have a bit of an open breakdown on on Instagram live and people trended me. Which I appreciate, but I feel bad because I didn't that's not was not it's all I wanted. So I don't want to I don't want that. I don't want I don't want it I don't want to cause a fuss. I just wanted to talk normally. And that's the thing. I think you kind of lose that a bit on YouTube. Like, you lose being able to just speak. You can't talk to people without there being an agenda or or being YouTube-related. Everything's YouTube all the time. You're around YouTubers all the time. And I think it was just really, really nice to not be around any YouTubers or talk about YouTube or anything. Well, I'm doing it on this podcast because I like doing it, but I realise that not every day, not every day anymore, um, which is one of the reasons why I want to do this. I want to bring YouTubers on and once a week just kind of get it all out there. This is always YouTube for me this week. This is, uh, or maybe not even talk about YouTube with most people, just talk about what they're up to. Um, and, and, and be almost done with it, I suppose, in that sense. Just kind of... Um, get my fix for that YouTube stuff and then move away from it in general. Um, because it made me ill. Really ill. Headaches. Anxiety attacks. I had the worst anxiety attacks I've had in in years. Um, stopped eating again. And yeah, at a certain point you'll be like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> maybe, I need, maybe I need a break. Um, so for anybody watching this, I I, I feel better now. I, I, I want to get back in the rhythm of, of pushing towards doing cool shit. And I've got a lot of cool shit that I really want to do. Uh, in terms of clothing, there's so much new stuff coming out that I have put so much creative energy into, which I can't wait to release. I've got a cool new thing coming out soon as well that's a bit more tangible. Um, you know, it's not like clothing, but you know, it's cool. And it's not a mug. Trust me, it's not a smoothie mug, so... Don't worry. Um, but yeah, I, I've got a lot of stuff, basically, which is coming to fruition um, over the next few months, which I, I've put a lot of time and, and passion into. And it's also nice to take a break to be able to properly think about these things and be like, what do I want to do? How do I want to structure it? Because I built the studio um, and the set and... I also filmed another uh, big project that I, I've been working on, um, but yeah, I, I want I, I just wanted to make sure that I suppose I had that that glimpse, um, that time to reassess and and really think through about what was happening and what I was going to do and and what videos I want to make and how I want to do it and how I want to progress and where I want to go to and where I want to end up because I, I feel like I kind of got myself in this like uh, dangerous cycle of just being like the same old shit, do the same old stuff, you know. Um, and and it, and it affected my life in, in more ways than just surface level stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to be, I suppose, out of that. Um and feel like for the first time in a while that I could just breathe. Because uh, YouTube it really does grab you on the neck and suffocates you. So it was cool. So I ended up going home, uh, which is one of the things I did. Saw my mates, went to the pub. You know, did some, did some real things. Uh, and, and it's something I, I've always tried to do living here in London is be like go out and do stuff like I play football once and I do want to make that more regular and bowling and and try to get out more really um, 
But yeah, it, it was nice to go home. Um, and one of the nice things to do was just to be able to talk to people. Because that doesn't really happen much on, on YouTube, like properly. You don't really get to have proper conversations with people. I don't really like talking to um, uh, people about personal stuff or, or, on YouTube anymore because of the fact that I feel like people just end up using it against you for the majority. And that sucks. I mean, look at that Brooke House person. Don't shower for a week. That's news now. And that's, that's fucked. It shouldn't be that way. You know, certain things... Certain certain things you just gonna let let people be people, but YouTube's not like that, you know. It's all about the next opportunity and so on and so forth, uh, and, and and people jump on that. Um, I suppose like by sharing personal stories um, along those lines, and that sucks. So I end up going home. I was in this chicken shop um, that I love. It's my favourite in my hometown. And I just ended up speaking to the guy behind the counter about video games for like 20 minutes. Um, talking about the old Call of Duty zombies and stuff like that. And we talked about PlayStation 2s. And I've had a conversation like that in months. Um, because YouTube can kind of poison stuff, which is a shame. So, and this kid had no idea where I was, which is brilliant. Because most of the time I go, I go back home, it's it's normally, oh, YouTube, what's going on with YouTube? Um, my friends don't normally do that. My friends are great with that. They don't give a fuck. Like, they ask occasional questions, but they don't, they're not like they, a lot, some people treat me differently, a lot differently. They pay attention to me, which I never used to do, so. <laughs> um... But yeah, in in general, it was just nice. It was nice to have like an actual conversation with somebody. It was just real. Um, so yeah, it, it was good. Time off was good. I like so I'm going to do more regularly. You know, work, take a break. Work, take a break. Because I, I kind of just stopped doing that. Because I like working. I love doing YouTube. I do. And I know most of the time I say that I hate it. Because there are parts of the there are there are there's a lot of things that I despise. Um, of the ways that certain things work, and it because sh- it doesn't have to be that way. That's that's my problem with YouTube. There's a lot of stuff that is on YouTube that's kind of like unwritten rules for whatever reason. Like there are just things that happen. I don't have to describe it. There's just certain ways that people act, and they don't need to, or certain things that people do that they don't need to do. Um, and that fucking confuses me because it's like YouTube's going to be brilliant. Like you have a brilliant opportunity here, and you- why do so many people do this? And that's frust- it's frustrating. I think it's the best way to describe it. I love it, but it frustrates me. Uh, a lot of the ways that YouTube works frustrates me. Because it just doesn't have to be like that. And if it wasn't like that, it would be a million times better. And I feel really passionately about that. And I get myself a lot of trouble for that. With loads of people. And it's probably deserved. So I, I just shut up. So I've got a podcast. <laughs> Cheers. But yeah, that's why I'm, I took an extensive break on YouTube um, in general. Um, but it's like one last uh, topic I want to get on, but I'm just going to have a, a quick break. So if you want to uh, bear with me for a second. Hello, everyone. Uh, sorry about that. I've got a couple last uh, few topics to talk about um, before uh, we, we end episode one. Um, I, I wanted to talk about uh, PewDiePie and his dog. Um, not his actual dogs, his mine I'm pretty sure there is Minecraft dogs. PewDiePie has some Minecraft dogs. Now you might be thinking, how is this any form of reputable story? Like, well, he talking about this. Um, it involves the dogs being gay. Animal abuse. Some people would say in PewDiePie's comment section, I'm not saying making dogs gay is animal abuse. So I, I'm not, but people are. And that, that's the point I was getting on to. Bunch of people who were probably just kids or homophobic, in PewDiePie's comment section, got upset because he married his Minecraft dogs. And they were like, oh, I can't believe one of the dogs is a girl. Right, guys? Which is weird. That's odd that people see two Minecraft dogs that are meant to be men. Like, PewDiePie said they're men. 
kiss and they go, well, one of them's uh, always been a girl, haven't they? They're fucking dogs in Minecraft. And people were so upset by that that they had to fictionalise that one of them was a female so they would be okay with these dogs marrying each other in a game of blocks. Homophobia is mental. That is like... People say being gay is a disease. That's a disease. Like, fictionalising what is in front of you because of how much you don't like it. That's mental. That's insane. That's generally insane. The people were like, PewDiePie's dog's gay. PewDiePie's got gay dogs in a fucking video game. Well, one of them, I'm just, I'm just going to tell myself that one of them's a female. <laughs> what is wrong with people? Gamers, rise up, unite against homophobia. Gamers don't stand for homophobia. They are quite clearly the non-gaming type, uh, to say the least. Um, that is crazy, though, that people got so upset about Minecraft dogs sleeping with each other. Sucks, man. Sucks, man. It does. Um, but it, it's kind of funny. <laughs> people would rationalise a gay dog. <laughs> um, which brings me on to the final one today, which is Onision. Uh, Onision uploaded a video. I know. Only I haven't spoken about him in a long time. I vowed not to. I don't. I, I, who cares? Nobody gives a fuck about him. But I thought this was interesting. He made a video called "I'm Kind of Gay." Because he wants to fuck PewDiePie's Minecraft dogs. <laughs> he doesn't. Um. He might. That might be his next video. Uh, obviously, Dan is, Dan is not on fire. Made a video. Dan Hal Made a video coming out as gay um, a while back. Uh, and Onision has just now made a video saying he wants to fuck Dan Hal, Which is weird to make a video where you say that. You know? Just because you don't think you're special, mate. Half the internet's been wanting to do that since 2009. So... <laughs> <laughs> you don't act like you're the only one. We made this weird video. He's like, Dan Howell is gay. I fantasize about Dan Howell, so I'm gay too, I suppose. But not like gay, gay. I just like the idea of like sleeping with people who are like, who are like bottoms. Who are basically, he was like, I like dominating people back to my sexuality. So I'm not really gay, but like, if it was a man, I wouldn't. Care. It was like a big video. It was like no homo, really. It was like no homo. The video. He's like, well, you know, he's like gay, and I do want to sleep with him, but like not like because he's a man, because like I could dominate him. What the fuck is wrong with you, <laughs> you nutcase? Why would you? Why would you even upload that? You know, I just imagine Dan House stumbling across that video. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? You gotta get a video with this guy going, I'm not gay, but I'm attracted to you. But like, not like that. But like, I'm not really too bothered if you were, but more because of the position that I put you in. That is terrifying. I mean, it's a terrifying video. I think it borders on sexual harassment. You know, uploading a direct video about what you do to another person sexually directly to them where you black and white the video or whatever the fuck he did it's just it's beyond levels of irony like it must be a joke he uploaded it to one of his four channels that somehow is still on the website um and kind of just was or I think it was on his serious one so I suppose he meant it I suppose he actually meant what he said in that video, which is crazy. It was a description that drove me to the edge. Um, I'll find it now. Uh, I'll find Onision's, <laughs> Onision's video description. Because um, I honestly could not uh, could not believe it. Um, I had a dream about Dan Howe after a few days ago. I admitted to myself what I am, which is essentially attracted to bottoms, not tops. You know? Like, it's all about who you are. 
Not what you physically are to me. So I'm like a bottom guy. Not a guy or girl guy. Just a bottom guy. It feels nice to know. Well, we don't give a fuck, mate. So fuck off. Um, well, that's why I'm going to end the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for watching the first episode. If you guys did enjoy it, then you could go and listen to it over on iTunes, Spotify, and the other various podcast places that you can listen to a podcast on. Um, thank you very much. If you guys did like it, um, then leave a like on YouTube, support it, and put a comment on it about who you want to see. Come on. It could be anybody, really. I will ask them. I've got no shame. So... If you want to see YouTube come on and um, basically chat shit with me, then I'll make it happen. So thank you very much, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out, people, and have a good day.